You're listening to the Reconditioned Podcast, and I want anyone who is in a remotely unhappy or unhealthy relationship, or anyone who knows someone else who is, to listen to this episode, because I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone, help you realize why you stay, and give you the transformative tools you need to move forward. Here goes. Your personality creates your personal reality. Authentic power is when your personality comes to serve the energy of your soul. The truth is the body is one ecosystem. You can get to root cause and everything goes away. Welcome to the Reconditioned Podcast where I use my knowledge and expertise of over a decade in the wellness and transformation world to take a deep dive into what makes us thrive as humans. I'm Lauren Vacneen, leading wellness and transformation coach, and following my remission from the rheumatoid arthritis I'd had for 27 years that left me wheelchair-bound by the age of 18, I created a unique coaching combination, conflating physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of self to create true, long-lasting well-being in all senses of the word. This podcast is one of the many free resources I've created to help you achieve the same. Whether you're suffering from chronic illness, raising children in a world of conflicting information, you're an entrepreneur wanting to step into your purpose, or you simply want to feel empowered and motivated to become the best version of yourself, join me along with expert guests as we uncover the most actionable and tangible ways to recondition ourselves back to wellness. This season of Reconditioned is sponsored by Block Blue Light, the world's leading supplier of blue and artificial light blocking products, including blue light glasses and blue blocking lighting solutions. Blue light blocking products aim to alleviate digital eye strain, improve sleep, and optimize health through mitigating the harmful effects of artificial light from screens and modern lighting. For a 10% discount across the range, visit blockbluelight.co.uk and enter the code LAUREN10. Thank you to Block Blue Light. Welcome back to Rise, everyone. The third episode of Rise, a series within the Recondition podcast where there's no guest, just me on my Jack Jones, offering you some life coaching tools and wisdom to hopefully help you rise to find ways to move into being your most fulfilled self. So in a Rise episode, I did about the number one cause of, about how the number one cause of our suffering is the belief that I am not enough. I spoke about people who stayed in unhappy marriages and I said I'd dedicate an episode to this. So it's close to me because many of my clients are in this situation and something began happening a few years ago where so many of the people coming into my life, mainly women, either as friends or as clients, we're in this situation. And I don't know why on a human level, but on my spiritual journey, it's my job to go with it and understand that there are lessons in anything that gets put to us on a regular basis. So I decided to really delve into the reasons behind why people stay in unhappy relationships. And through the work I've done on this topic over the last few years with some really beautiful results, I thought I would share that all here to hopefully help you if you're in this situation. So firstly, I wanna start by saying there are many things we can do to make a relationship great, to work on it. And I think the number one way we can make a relationship great, and this is quite profound, so (laughs) get a paper and pen ready, 
is not to both sit in a therapist chair talking about what the other one did wrong, but by working on ourselves individually. If both people in a relationship take the time to do intensive, extensive work on themselves, to work on their inner growth, understanding what activates their own unwanted behaviours and puts the real effort in to change those and why certain things about their partner trigger them and they get to a place of clarity, compassion, authenticity and where they truly know who they are and how they can conduct themselves in a relationship while staying true to who they are You've then grown together and then your relationship becomes magic because you've grown together. You haven't grown apart. You haven't gone where one person grows and one person stays stagnant, which is what happens in many relationships. You've grown together. Now, if either one of those parties does not want to change or grow because we all need to grow to stop that stagnation, then a relationship will not work, no matter how much you spend on a therapist. (laughs) The person doesn't just have to want to change, they have to be willing and committed to putting in the graph that will create that long lasting change. If you have a partner like that, things might be tough for a while while you work through it, but you will work through it. That's what happened with my own marriage. And I'm so grateful that my husband is so invested in his own growth. A lot of my friends ask me, how do you get him to do that stuff, to read the books and to meditate? come with you to the Hare Krishna temple, (laughs) all that stuff. I didn't get him to do it because when we met, he wasn't doing all that stuff. And I was. And that's the thing. People don't do what we say. They do what we do. So if they can see our growth and we model this beneficial behavior, if they are that way inclined and that's part of their growth journey, they will come to it. But deep down in your heart, you'll know if your partner is that person If that's going to be part of their journey, you just feel it deep down, right? Because the people who never do any work or delving or put anything into their personal growth and think it's all a load of tosh will likely never come to it. And and you'll know that in your gut. I always knew my, my husband had that in him. He was interested. You know, he didn't think everything I did was a load of tosh. He didn't understand it. He was as mainstream as they came. My God, the transformation. Um, But, you know, when we first met and he was trying to impressed me and we were kind of falling in love one of the first things he ever bought me was he went to a crystal shop and he bought me a bunch of crystals um you know so he was like he didn't understand it but he was willing to learn and we had moments of stagnation in our marriage and times where genuinely I thought what's going to happen here because I was on this growth journey and he wasn't into it and he was just staying stagnant and that was also part of his journey because he learned from that but then he came to it So if your partner doesn't want to change, then you know that your relationship will never change either. And though I believe there are many tools to helping people get to that point of individual growth to improve the joint situation, this episode is going to focus on those situations where one person, you, are not happy and probably haven't been for a while and that other person has no interest in changing and essentially there's no salvaging the relationship. That's what this particular episode will be about. So please take that into account if you're listening and you're in a situation like the one I myself was in where I knew my husband had the capacity to do it and I didn't want anyone to say to me, he's never going to change. You know, we know what part of their journey is. We know deep down. So if deep down, you know this right now, that your partner isn't one that is likely to change and your marriage is one of stagnation, this episode is for you. And to give it context, 
the episode I did about the cause of all suffering, I told you that the cause of most of our suffering is the idea that I am not enough. And here it is. The reason you're staying in a bad marriage or a bad relationship comes down to this and only this. I am not enough. So at this point, there'll probably be people out there getting annoyed at me saying, but it's way more than that. There are finances to consider and logistics, children, for God's sake, I have children. But let me let you in on a little secret. It still comes down to, I am not enough. And let me explain why. I'm sure you've heard about people in way more dire situations than yours who left an abusive partner or an unhealthy relationship. Maybe they had to go to a refuge just to escape and start from scratch. And yes, maybe it was utter desperation that led them there. But sometimes that state is a better one to be in because that idea of, well, I'm not unhappy, forces people to stay. If you're one of those people, you know full well what I'm talking about right now. Well, I'm not unhappy. He doesn't abuse me. We don't even really argue. As if that, which should be the bare minimum, becomes a bonus. Nuh-uh. Not being beaten up isn't a bonus. It's a given. Having your partner put their phone down come evening to look you in the eye and engage with you and be interested in you is not a bonus, my love. It's a given. A bonus would be a partner who goes to work all day and then comes home to cook you a meal and run you a hot bath and not see that as medal worthy. That's a bonus. And if that's the thing telling you you can stay, you need to reevaluate. So the woman in utter desperation leaves and lives on her mother's couch with her kids or goes to a refuge or whatever it may be and eventually she gets her life back on track. You know why? Because removing herself from a situation that broke down her worth and removed her own authenticity allowed her to find herself and live out her dreams. How often do you hear of these stories? They happen all the time. Women who leave and go on to get degrees or start businesses or whatever it may be, they were liberated from the idea that they weren't enough. So however hard it was logistically, physically, and my God, it can get hard to live in a refuge or to work two or three jobs to support her kids. She was happy on a soul level, knowing she was liberated. She felt enough. She'd closed those doors energetically to allow the universe to let in what she deserved. And then she opened those energetic doors that allowed her to take into her life everything that she deserved and more. When those doors are closed, those energetic doors are closed and you're not letting anything in energetically because you are not coming from a place of authenticity and high self-worth, the universe ain't going to give you what you want. It's just not. It just doesn't happen like that. We have to operate from a place of high self-worth at a high vibration to call in the thing that we're calling in that's vibrating at a high vibration so it becomes an energetic match. If it's not an energetic match, it's not going to happen. Now, it might really hurt to hear this, but those women are, in some ways, the lucky ones because some of us just don't believe we're strong enough to leave until things get so bad that we no longer have a choice. The universe pushes us to extremes to get us to do something if we don't listen in the first place, which, by the way, we should be doing. (laughs) The signs are everywhere. I always use my situation with arthritis as an analogy. 
within, I had to get as sick as I got, like downright utterly disabled with nowhere else to go. So I would work as hard as I did to find the answers to get better. If I was just a little bit disabled and carried on how I was as a kid, where I would have a few flare ups a year, but basically it was manageable. You know, we can all cope that whole thing of it's fine. You know, I don't want to complain. I'll be fine. That's not how we should be living. If that was how it was, I would have lived like that. I would have told myself I could live a life like that, albeit not fulfilled, but maybe I wouldn't have even woken up to this idea that that's not a full life. But I was destined to live and not exist. So I was pushed into the quagmire of disability and pain to force me to do something about it. Because when you're lying in bed and you can't speak or chew food because you can't open your jaw and you can't move your hands and you can't grip anything, you can't even change the TV channel because you can't grip your remote control and you can't get out of bed to take your toilet, to take yourself to the toilet on your own and you can't even sit up in bed because your hips are too stiff, you're bloody well going to do something about it. And look where I am now. If I didn't get that bad, I'd still be some variation of disabled even if it was, you know, quote unquote manageable, probably not doing very much with my life, probably still operating out of, I am not enough. But here I am, a mother of two running successful business and a podcast that shows other people how to create their own health and happiness. We get pushed to extremes to encourage us to finally take the leap. But here's a radical idea. What if we could just listen to the warning signs earlier on? Why do we have to let it get to that? The universe is guiding and goading us all the time, but we refuse to listen. So if you're staying because of logistics or finances, in the majority of cases, it will come down to a story you're telling yourself. It is always a story. I can't afford to leave. He's the breadwinner. My kid is going through puberty or starting exams or they're too young or they're too old. These are stories. They might be real to you. I get that but they're only real because you made them real. You trained your brain into believing them, into believing that they would these stories would stop you from being able to do something and you stopped questioning them. Like I said before, sometimes being forced into doing something out of desperation is often a better scenario despite how hard it is because someone who has the luxury of being complacent about an unhappy marriage will be unhappy for the rest of their life. Whereas someone who suffered so much that they didn't have a choice We'll go through great suffering for a while, but we'll eventually come out the other side once they're energetically free to be who they want to be. And also that suffering isn't in vain. They'll learn and grow a lot because of that suffering. And we grow a lot less when we're in a state of stagnation. So in the long run, who's doing better? The woman who really, really suffered for a short amount of time, but is free and happy and genuinely happy and fulfilled, or the woman who's just not unhappy living a life of stagnation spending her whole life unfulfilled we'll be back to the episode really soon but first a quick word from our sponsors block blue light so as a busy mum and entrepreneur there are days where i have to work into the evening and this means being at my screen way longer than i'd prefer so a while back i invested in a pair of blue light blocking glasses now if you've never heard of blue light blocking let me give you a quick rundown natural blue light from the sun boosts our mood and alertness but technology has meant that we're now exposed to so much artificial 
artificial blue light from screens, devices, and all modern lighting, and it's really affecting our health. Artificial blue light disrupts our sleep, interferes with our hormones, and causes digital eye strain, which can lead to long-term eye health issues. Now, I've been wearing my blue light blocking glasses for a while, but it was in the second lockdown when I was homeschooling that I decided to get a pair for my five-year-old to protect him from the amount of screen time that was required for his learning. And he now wears them anytime he's at a screen and if he's watching TV after dark. We got them from Block Blue Light, who are the world's leading supplier of blue and artificial light blocking products. I chose them above some of the other brands because they're dedicated to delivering the world's most optimal and science-backed blue light glasses and blue blocking lighting solutions like light bulbs. Some benefits you might notice instantly are improved sleep, less headaches, less migraines if you suffer from them, less eye strain, and a genuine boost in your well-being as your body adjusts back to its natural circadian rhythms. And let me tell you, since wearing these glasses, it's the first time in his whole five years that my son has slept past 7 a.m. And my most recent revelation with Block Blue Light has been their fit over glasses. Because I wear glasses for TV and computer and was finding it hard to wear both. But the fit over glasses are designed to slip right over your normal glasses without any heaviness or strain. So you get the best of both worlds. So to check out all of Block Blue Light's incredible health boosting products, including day and nighttime glasses, blue light blocking light bulbs, and 100% light blocking sleep masks to help you into a deeper sleep, visit blockbluelight.co.uk and use the code LAUREN10 for a 10% discount. That's blockbluelight.co.uk and use the code LAUREN10. Thank you to Block Blue Light. So let me ask you, if you're telling yourself the story of, I can't afford to leave, have you sat down, and this is a genuine question because this is what I do with my clients when they say this. I ask, have you sat down and written out all your finances? Have you worked out how much you would need to be able to leave or how you could make it work, the logistics of the house, etc., etc.? Have you spoken to a solicitor to get advice on what you're entitled to or indeed how you could make it work, even if you believe you don't have enough? Have you done that? If not, then anything about finances that you're telling yourself is a story. If finances is really the thing holding you back, do your due diligence there. And if you're telling yourself a story of, I don't want to divorce or leave because of the kids, as much as this is going to push you out of your comfort zone to here, and guys, I'm not here to make you feel comfortable. I'm here to get you comfortable in your discomfort. Okay, I'm here to push you past these boundaries. I'm here to help you grow. I'm not here to make you feel comfortable. So if you don't like this, that's totally fine. Feel free to turn it off if you're not here, if you're not there yet. You're not ready to, to, to take part in this sort of growth. That's totally fine. That might not be your journey right now. Turn this off by all means. But this is going to push you out of your comfort zone. So if you are ready, let me ask you this. Would you want this for your kids? If your kid grew up to end up in a relationship like the one you're in, how would you feel? Write that down in your journal. Pause this and write that down in your journal right now. Let me tell you something. That is what will happen. We are our children's first and primary role models. They follow what we do, not what we say. So even if we tell them, please don't settle, you know, I don't want this for you, they won't know what that means. They will do what they think is acceptable and what makes them feel comfortable. They will do what they recognize. They will watch how their mother or father viewed their own worth 
and that will become their familiar and familial conditioning. That's how they will navigate their life because that's what we do. We condition our children through our everyday actions. So here's the next question. And this is the one that will really make you think. Do you think the better role model for your kids is the parent who stays and is resentful so the kids can grow up to say, my parents are still together? Or the parent who left in order to make him or herself truly happy? Because this, my friends, is healthy modeling. Even if the divorce process is hard and there will be difficulties, later on the children can look at the parent in question and say, wow, She left him so that I could see what happiness really was, so that I could have an example of a mother who was in her worth, took control, remained true to her authenticity and her sovereignty, and knew what she deserved. And she stayed single for a while to remain in that place. Maybe eventually she met someone, and because she knew herself so well, she met someone who was so right for her on every level. And then the children knew what it meant to be happy. They still love their dad and maybe they still learn from him, but they also learn from that situation. Or a father who stood in his own worth, but did it honourably, shared custody and chose a partner in the future who felt strongly about parenthood and healthy modelling as he did, who put his children first. What better role model can your children have than a parent who knows their worth and doesn't settle? I always like to use this analogy. When you're on your deathbed at the end of a life of stagnation and unhappiness and lack of fulfillment, do you think your children will stand there and hold your hand and say, thank you, mummy. Thank you so much for staying with dad. We know you were unhappy all those years, but it really benefited us in our lives that you stayed. We learned all about how to conduct a healthy relationship and it definitely served us best that you stayed, even though you were gravely unhappy. Think about that for a moment. They might not outwardly say thank you for leaving and showing us how to stand in your worth and model a healthy relationship, but I can guarantee the latter will be more likely than the former. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. If you are in an unhappy relationship and you know that there is no saving it, the only thing that is stopping you from leaving are the stories you are telling yourself about why you can't leave. Stories that create limiting beliefs. So you do have a choice moving forward of which stories you want to continue telling yourself and which stories you can change today that will give you an opportunity at happiness. So that's it for today. I hope that resonated. Get in touch if what I've spoken about does resonate or has resonated with you. And if you think it can help someone you know, of course, please share it. Wishing you all health, happiness and love. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to Recondition today. I'd be so grateful if you could subscribe and maybe even leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. And better still, if you could share with friends and family who could benefit from the content, that's what I'd really love. I just want us to share the love so that everyone can understand how to use an integrative approach to life and health. For more free resources, visit laurenvacneen.co.uk and laurenvacneencoaching.com.